the first question uh, i think is is quite interesting one because i i was going through your profile and uh, i figured out that you are a metallurgist by training that's right so, so what can you move to behavioral sciences uh, uh, come again so i, I said uh, what made you move to behavioral sciences from being a metallurgist by training and was that your ikigai maybe i think you know that was my ikigai okay and i think but i won't claim credit for finding it myself it happened beautifully it was a part of natural evolution uh, uh but but i think you're triggering some very beautiful memories you know in me uh so when i when i kind of looked at materials initially uh, studying materials was interesting and after about uh, about 10 to 11 years about 4 years of academic work and 7 years of you know very active experimentation with materials uh, uh it was a it was an interesting career i did some work in powder metallurgy then i kind of did lot of work in welding uh, refractories uh, i practically saw every possible industry uh, in this country uh you know working with materials uh, slowly began okay to uh, in increase my conviction that there is there are a lot of similarities between the way men and material operate okay uh in fact uh, it began very early when i was introduced to the idea of metallurgy itself as the science of uh, uh you know breaking old love and making new love you know so that was uh, uh so one of my professors used to kind of uh, trigger this thought you know um and i keep uh, 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 thinking of this biggest catalyst in terms of materials to really look at human civilization deepak uh for every leap that we have made as a civilization you will find you know uh, some interesting material responsible for that leap um uh, i mean from stone age to copper to copper to steel so the last 200 years if you really look at it you know every single uh, advancement that you have can be attributed to this material called steel right no steel you can't think of any advancement that you you have really okay uh, and and that steel interestingly uh, uh, nature did not like it to be steel okay so we made it steel uh, nature actually liked you know iron and oxygen to be love with, in love with each other okay so that's how it is fe2o3 or fe3o4 iron oxide is how they are present uh, and, and nature is full of romance and love you know so it does not allow anyone to be alone Uh, including elements and materials you can't find a single element alone it will always be a couple right. so uh, uh, um, so one of the most exciting things for me was to uh, find out what we human beings do cleverly to separate iron and oxygen okay so they can't be separated physically uh, you actually have to do some serious politics okay or uh, a very clever arrangement or alignment to move them away so we know they are in love with each other and if you want to separate them because for us they being together doesn't work uh, for us they have to be separated and uh, 
to make oxygen go away from iron we have to find some other lover for oxygen and that's what we do in metallurgy so we find you know uh, we find that carbon uh, uh, oxygen loves carbon more than iron okay at some temperatures and then subsequently oxygen loves silicon more okay than iron in some temperatures and we very cleverly make oxygen run away from iron okay uh, sometimes i i look at them like our uh, feudal societies where you know so the uh, uh, the caste equations play a role in keeping some people away right okay that's exactly what we do with uh, materials okay so it was very interesting and and i i just want to kind of you know call out some similarities okay so let me share my screen and kind of call out three or four things that make men and materials you know look very similar that i think was the beginning of my ikigai 